1: Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dr. Wendy Ying. Dr. Ying is co-host of the Driving Radio Show here on the Horse Radio Network and doctor of veterinary medicine who practices traditional Chinese medicine in her practice, Five Elements for Animals. She is also an active competitor in the sport of combined driving and also enjoys fox hunting. Today's tip is about your horse going south. Ooh, That doesn't sound good at all. Let's say it's about your horse traveling south. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Equestrian Collections. Equestriancollections.com has everything for the horse lover, from A to Z, Ariat footwear to Zox socks, Amigo blankets to Zilco strap goods. They carry an astounding array of name brand products, and... They offer unlimited flat-fee shipping options if you're the indecisive type. Stop by EquestrianCollections.com for a world of choices delivered right to your door. Now, enjoy today's tip. And please take note of the little practical joke that Glenn plays on Dr. Ying when he starts the segment. It's a hoot.
0: Well, all right, Wendy, can you put um, Dr. Ying on the phone?
2: Okay, hold on. Talking. Hello, this is Dr. Ying. That was pretty good, Wendy, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make a I little... I didn't know I could do sound effects, too. <laughs> we have to
0: make a little intro like that with, with you doing that. That's pretty good, I like that. Well, all Dr. Right, Ying... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're all a little punchy. It's all Christmas right. week, we're ready. We're ready for the holidays.
2: We're ready. So
0: what are we talking okay, about? Okay, so
2: today um, we're talking about, uh, actually, I've had like three or four people ask me, you know, they're heading south for the winter, and everybody's ponys shaggy or whatever, and they're like, should I clip or not clip? So that's the big debate, to clip or not clip when you ship in the trailer. So um, my recommendation is that I don't clip when I get them in the trailer, and I, I don't put blankets on. You know, if they're hairy. Because uh, they always get much hotter in the trailer, you know, once you close it up. Right. And also, I don't like them to get chilled. I don't like being sweaty and chilled is much worse than being, you know, a little shaggy and then have to clip when you get to Florida.
0: So you're saying you don't clip before you, mo- before you put them in the trailer?
2: No, I okay. clip when I get down to Florida.
0: Okay, gotcha. Okay. That makes sense.
2: So if you're on the fence of what to do, because right now... I mean, if you were in Lexington right now, you'd want your horses to be shaggy. Right. You know, depending on what you're doing. It's
0: pretty cool. If you've
2: already clipped them, (laughs) and they're still in work, and you're blanketing, then, of course, you need to blanket accordingly. But you have to remember that in the trailer, when you're driving, it gets really hot in there. You know, even if you have the windows open, it usually gets, like, 15 degrees hotter than it is on the outside.
0: Right. Right.
2: So... It depends, trailer, it depends on your trailer. Depends on
0: your trailer. With our trailer, yeah. I think they stay pretty cold in there. <laughs> it depends on the trailer. You
2: have a stock trailer.
0: Yeah, it's more of a stock trailer. Than a...
2: Oh yeah, if you have a stock trailer, you know what? Actually, I do recommend is to maybe have um, the plexiglass inserts so the wind isn't blowing directly on their body. So okay. you have some ventilation, but you don't want the wind directly blowing on them. Because say you're going seventy miles an hour for eight hours in the trailer, that's a lot of cold wind to be blowing on them.
0: Right. So
2: ventilation is good, but you don't want them to be like, you know, freezing cold in there. You can imagine if you put your hand outside the window and drove like that the whole time down, you'd be really cold.
0: Right. Right. Exactly.
2: So then the other thing um, that I see really commonly in Florida is like here, I'm telling you, okay, don't clip till you get to Florida. However, when you get down to Florida, and you and you do clip. There's a um, especially in the Ocala area. Not so much in like uh, the Panhandle or like South Georgia, but uh, when you get down to Ocala and South, there is um, the horses are really prone to dew poisoning. So uh, they can get horrible sores on their legs, and then their legs start to stock up. Then the first reaction is that you want to poultice it, but poulticing, it just like keeps a wet, moist environment. And that user just sends off this horrible, like scratches episode. So uh, if you, once you get down here and then you clip, it's good to watch out for to see if you get any dew poisoning. And if they get any of those scratches, like uh, little crusties on their legs, then you want to treat that right away with either herbal formula or you can use a... Um, uh, Panalog cream, but you don't want to wrap that up. You don't want any like moist heat in there,
0: right? That <laughs> just makes. Have it you ever
2: worse. seen that, Glenn? Yeah,
0: it just makes it worse. <laughs> it, yeah. it's basically like it's, trying to. It's, cu- it's like people who uh, think they have poison ivy, so they'll cover it, um, and all it right. does is make it worse, right?
2: And it, it is very similar to poison ivy. It's like a, it's a drippy, runny. Uh, swelling so it's very very painful i mean it can look like they have a broken leg it's so painful it can be like non-weight bearing so that's something if you think you have just a little bit of scratches when you first get down to florida um that's something that needs to be treated immediately
0: and you said that's worse in the area than it is where you are down in further south
2: no it's pretty bad down here too it's just um you know, we have uh, at least for driving. Our driving shows are, are mostly in the Ocala area. Right. So, uh, like you see this, um, I'm sure you see it in Wellington too. I just don't work down there, so I'm not as familiar with it.
0: Makes sense. But
2: um, I think it's from Ocala South. It's because it's a it's an organism in the soil.
0: Right. Okay. So
2: if you see any of that starting off, that's like you need to treat that immediately. And the problem is that a lot of people come down for the shows. It starts like the Wednesday of the show, and by Friday, they can't walk. That's awful. So that's bad.
0: So not only does Florida have big bugs, it has terrible microorganisms, too.
2: But that's like the nature of the game. You know, know, the good and the bad. I'm willing to put up with a little
0: dew poisoning for 75 degrees and sunny. I'm sorry. When you. um, Well, you used to go down and visit my grandmother in Florida. She used to live there, and I spent a summer down there. I have never seen bugs as big as you'll find in Florida. Now, she lived on the coast over on the uh, Gulf side. And, you know, just those green pimento things can
2: get huge. They're giant. Huh. Well, now, that's another thing you have to watch out about in Florida. Um, there are fire ants in the soil, and the fire ants usually don't crawl on the horses because of their, once they're clipped for showing, they can bite <laughs> the horses, and they can bite your dog. And they also, especially someone like me that works flip-flops a lot, I usually am like the canary in the coal mine when it comes to fire ants because they get on my toes and bite me.
0: Oh. Okay, you're making Florida sound really yep. good, Wendy.
2: Well, it is great, but there's
0: just some dangers. I'm sure the tourist board would be happy for your endorsement at this point. Yeah, there's also snakes
2: and spiders.
0: Yes. <laughs> so now, <laughs> what about weight? Do you or supplementing? Do you um, tend to change what what you're supplementing a horse when you head to Florida, or do you do anything as far um, as weight I, is
2: concerned? Well, you know, uh I like them I like them to be real chubby when they come down to Florida because especially most people that keep their horses out on grass come down to Florida and then uh the grass is not as nutritious as it is in somewhere say like New England or Kentucky. So then you have to switch to hay and um you know, depending on what kind of hay you're feeding that can uh maybe your horse is used to eating 12 hours of Kentucky bluegrass and now they're eating, you know, coastal hay or Tennessee hay. So that does affect their nutrition. So I like them to come in looking a little chubby so they don't get too skinny when they come down here. Um, also, uh, you know, um, they're doing a lot more work because you're down here showing. And it's a kind of aggressive show schedule if you come for the winter. And it's so hot down here that it's good to put them on electrolytes throughout the show season. Now do you keep Whereas, or is- I don't normally give electrolytes at home. That but- was my question. Oh, was that what you were gonna ask? Yep, me? yep, yep. I
0: was gonna yeah, ask
2: I don't feed electrolytes every day at home.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Sometimes if I uh if if it's really cold and I'm I always heat my big water trough and I heat my buckets. Okay. If I don't have access to that, like if they're going if their water is gonna get cold overnight and maybe freeze then that's the time when I would give electrolytes because I want to make sure they drink as much as possible when I, you know, then I would bring them warm water in the morning and I want them to drink as much as possible when they do have access to that.
0: I know there's a lot of people that do electrolytes uh, year-round and I didn't know if that was, does that hurt them if you do that? Does it it hurt them in any way?
2: um, The only thing that it could hurt is that sometimes it makes them, um, it makes them pee more often. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be hard on the kidneys. Like on an older horse, uh, it can be very hard on their kidneys.
0: And it can be hard on the horse husbands who have to clean the stalls. Just saying.
2: Yeah, there's a lot extra, a lot of extra pee. <laughs> All
0: right, I don't <laughs> recommend that. It's not horse husband approved.
2: <laughs> no, it's not horse husband approved. But but it is good to do that down here, especially since we have so many non sweaters in Florida, and, and it is a lot hotter than they're used to. I mean, if you come from the Northeast, down to wellington say for the whole season that's like being that's like summertime for them
0: right right
2: you know so they're sweating a lot more and they're uh they need the electrolytes then i have a
0: what might seem like a stupid question but if you move a horse down there it's already developed its winter coat will it tend to lose it over the next couple of months because of the climate change or does it still wait for spring to want to lose it
2: Oh, you mean if they're shaggy and you go down and you yes. clip
0: yeah, and you don't clip would they t-
2: um yeah, if you don't clip, I think that the what I've seen is that some of them do lose the start to shed because the days are longer okay, but right. you I mean you have to come from like northern Maine to Miami, right. Right. really, to see a difference there, but okay. um, you know you really if you're if you're coming from even if you're coming from Lexington. You're coming down here now, you'd have to clip. You couldn't work them. It's too hot. Yeah. They'll be sweaty and dirty. Well that's nice to and hear. And you wouldn't that come you're... all the way down here to have a dirty, sweaty horse.
0: And I'm it's so nice to hear somebody's warm right now. And everybody else is chilly. Is
2: it is it cold up there?
0: <laughs> it's a. it get it, uh, got in the high thirties today, so it wasn't too bad.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for, Wendy. I'm Don't scare me or I will come back. You're in the right place, Wendy. You're in the right place. <laughs> well, was there I'm anything else <laughs> uh, about when moving your horse south?
2: Um, oh, yeah, there is something else. Uh, you know, mosquito season is year-round here in Florida, and now with the new West Nile vaccines, uh, you can go one whole year with immunity, but it's always good to check like when your date is because um like say you vaccinate in november or whatever and then you're you come to florida and you think oh well i'll just get them when i do the shots in the spring well you might go for a few months when your horse is susceptible to west nile eastern or western encephalitis and we actually do see that a lot in florida So it's always good to have your shots updated before you come. And you should do that like at least a week or two before you ship because shipping stressful on the immune system. So to get the best uh, immune response out of your vaccines, it's good to vaccinate them before they're under stress. Okay. You know, so I would say I would vaccinate for flu and rhino because they're going to be exposed to a lot of, horses that they don't know is like you know going to kindergarten for little kids i always hate that time of year because um i'm not exposed to a lot of kids so when i get around little kids just starting kindergarten i always get the flu right so you always want to vaccinate your horses with flu and rhino and make sure they have a rabies that you know they're sure they're up to date on rabies and then make sure you cover all the mosquito diseases which are eastern western and west nile
1: Well, there you go. I think that just about covers everything you can imagine when you're going to be traveling south for the winter, except maybe don't forget to pack the suntan oil. To listen to all of Wendy's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also go to her website, fiveelementsforanimals.com. Use the digits, don't spell it out, fiveelementsforanimals.com. If you just can't get enough of Wendy and Glenn, you can listen to them every week on the Driving Radio Show. Just go to drivingradioshow.com. And don't forget to support our sponsors on Horsetip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been equestriancollections.com. Please stop by the Horsetip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show.